the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Early voting is new, though, here in California. And the numbers are record-breaking with 93 million Americans casting votes. So what does it all mean? Uh, What is the Trump campaign thinking today? What are they looking for? What are the markers that are standing out for them? Joining us right now is the former deputy campaign manager for Trump 2016. He's also the author of a book. It's called Wicked Game. Pick it up wherever books are sold. Rick Gates joins us. Good morning, Rick. Welcome to The Morning Answer. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you guys? It's great to have you here. Take us through uh, 2016. You were all watching for certain markers, and maybe there was some surprise. Maybe you expected a big win. What is the campaign looking for tonight? What do you think is going to happen, and what are those bellwether states we need to be on the lookout for? Absolutely. I think the first thing you have to watch for today, and you can watch it throughout the day, is the voter intensity. Um, You know, clearly, I don't think anybody would argue that Donald Trump set more intensity on the campaign trail than Joe Biden, but that's got to translate into the voters actually getting out. So one of the things that the Trump campaign and the Biden campaign, too, will be watching for is how many voters physically come out today to vote, because that's going to determine in large part uh, whether Donald Trump is able to uh, you know, get the win today. The key states to watch for, there are two bellwethers in my mind right now, North Carolina and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Those states are largely you know, uh, middle of the road. They are good markers to kind of determine how that voter intensity plays out, whether it's you know, going you know, with Donald Trump or, you know, or against him. So North Carolina will be a good marker, and then obviously Arizona on the other side uh, you know, of the country. Uh, the, the two steel states that you watch for for Trump right now are Minnesota and Nevada. Those yeah. are two states he did not win in 2016. But those are states that the campaign absolutely believes are in play. And as you've seen, the president has been campaigning there uh, quite a bit. Um, the three states for Joe Biden um, were uh, Iowa, uh, Arizona and Texas. Uh, Texas, I think, is uh, I think that's a head fake. I don't believe. Uh, that's really a toss-up based on some numbers I saw this morning. I think that is clearly going to go Donald Trump. So I don't think people should read too much into it if Joe Biden loses. But I do think with Iowa and Arizona particularly, uh, Iowa looks like uh, the Des Moines Register came out with a poll over our, the weekend on Saturday that said Donald Trump was now up seven. Uh, that's quite a difference from you know being down two over the last few weeks. So this that will be an interesting one to watch yeah. as well. This, this is an important question here. Uh, morning Answer Election Day episode edition of the Morning Answer with Brian and Jen. You obviously worked for President Trump, did good work for him in 2016. The campaign was successful in the uh, states you listed as critical. I don't believe you listed Pennsylvania or Florida. Now, those polls close at about 5 o'clock our time. After 5 o'clock here in Southern California, if we look to Pennsylvania and Florida and very early numbers, and the states won't be called, we understand that. Can President Trump succeed in securing a second election as America's 45th president if he doesn't win both Pennsylvania and Florida? In no, I think opinion. it's mathematically impossible if you don't win um, uh, at least uh, one. I mean, the thinking, and we call it the Trinity, right? Florida, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Uh, he won all three in 2016. But, you know, in our own estimates in 2016, we weren't sure about Pennsylvania. We knew we could win, still win with Florida and Ohio. 
Um, and I think that's what you have to look at going into this. Right now, it, it appears that the Biden campaign has conceded Ohio. Uh, they still think Florida is a toss-up, although they had some kind of emergency maneuvers uh, over the weekend because they weren't seeing the, uh, the early vote count that they wanted to down there. Uh, and that's what happened in 2016 as well. Uh, the Republicans did a great job of getting the early vote out uh, to close that gap. So I think if you're going into this, you're right. And, and Pennsylvania for me is the battleground state. It's like ground zero. Uh, because that one is not going to be called tonight. And I think that's going to be uh, very questionable in terms of it's going to be very close, first mm-hmm. of all. Uh, and I think, you know, these mail-in ballots are going to have an impact. So everybody's going to be watching that one very, very closely. And uh, if a candidate can go without Pennsylvania, that would probably be the best case scenario because, Rick, I think there's going to be some legal battles in that state. Already you hear a lot of claims on both sides about voter fraud and 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 saying just that about Pennsylvania. It's going to be a tough one. Rick Gates is with us. He's the author of Wicked Game. It's a really fascinating read. If you haven't had a chance, pick that one up. I want to ask you about the early voting factor, Rick. As a campaign manager in 2016, deputy campaign manager, it, we had early voting. That was always, uh, obviously, that's always something to con- consider, absentee voting and all of that. But this time around with the pandemic, things are really kind of crazy and up in the air. In our state of California, universal mail-in voting in nine other states that was rolled out simply to combat, and I put that in air quotes, the pandemic. What kind of impact do you think that makes on uh, tonight's election results? Do you think that that benefits Joe Biden, or is that another false narrative that we really shouldn't fall victim to? Yeah, I think absolutely it's the latter, and and here's why. And I I love that that people get the facts. I mean, there's going to be a lot of political spin throughout the day. Uh, But if you look at it just on its merits, um, early voting is historic, right? 99.6 million people as of this morning uh, before the polls open. And, and that's almost 72% of the total vote in 2016 uh, cast. But what you have to be careful of is a lot of these reg- party registration states, they send out ballots uh, under the, 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 you know, the voters' party you know, affiliation. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that individual is going to vote for that candidate of that party. Same thing with early uh, in-person voting, right? Um, you know, you have registered uh, uh, party registration in a number of states. But again, that doesn't mean that individual is going to is going to go vote for that you know, specific candidate. So people have to be very, very careful. There's one other interesting anomaly in, in all that data. There's a, a category called no political affiliation. So a lot of these states send out ballots uh, and there is no idea of, of who these individuals are going to vote for. These are traditionally the independents and moderates. Um, so I think these are going to be the things to watch for. But yeah, if anybody tells you anything about the early voting numbers, uh, I'd be very weary about it because there's a lot of misinformation being spread about that. And that's usually based on tradition of, yes, Democrats typically would mail their ballots in, Republicans would go out. I think all of those across the board are off the table this time. I think as many Republicans and Democrats are going out to vote as, as many Republicans and Democrats are sending in their vote through mail-in ballots. Okay, Rick Gates, a former deputy campaign manager for the very successful Trump 2016 presidential effort. Final question from me here. It's a personal one, personal uh, as best you can answer it uh, with regard to to our president, President Trump. If you recall, if, if you were physically there in the, in sharing space with him in 2016, can you describe for our Morning Answer listeners, because you're the closest person we'd know to be able to give us this information, the demeanor of it, I'm going to say not president of a Donald Trump, the person when he was running for, and now, of course, he's the president. What is he like on game day? What is he like on election day? Is he quiet? Is he confident? Is, is, is he effusive? Uh, if you have that type of feedback, well, we'd sure be interested in hearing that. 
Yeah, absolutely. We had, uh, first of all, whatever the plan is, he goes against the plan. So if, you know, they're having a big party somewhere, he'll probably, you know, shirk that for part of the time. But he likes to have his own schedule. And, and, and one of the things that, you know, we came across in 2016, very confident uh, about going into it. And I think even more so this time because of all the hard work that you, you know, kind of put into it. In 2016, he was not even remotely expected to win. So I think 2016 was a bit more of a surprise. He's had four years under his belt now. Uh, but the, the atmosphere is, is one of confidence. But look, both sides, they, elections are unpredictable. They yeah. don't know. And so at the end of the day, what they're really watching for is to see you know, who gets the, the voter turnout out. And that's going to be the critical factor. If, if the intensity that the president has had going into these rallies uh, holds, then he's going to have more voters out. But if not, then you know, you're probably going to see uh, you know, Joe Biden sneak away with it. Rick Gates, thanks so much for that intel. Uh, pick up Rick's v- book right now. It's fantastic. Wicked Game. It's available wherever you buy books. And, Rick, we'd love to have you back on again to talk about all of this once it all uh, filters out. Sounds great. Have fun with the election. Thank you. You too. Have fun with the election. See, that's optimistic. <laughs> I know, uh, by the way, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a late uh, greeting. We've been having fun with the election <laughs> since, uh, <laughs> since uh, 2016. Is affirmative. <laughs> with this election. That's right.